Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Nutritionally Me with P. And by P, I mean Bile, and I will be your host for this podcast. I hope you're all having an amazing morning or afternoon, night, wherever you are, it's time to talk nutrition. So on today's episode, we're discussing the vitamin B complex family. There's eight vitamins for us to get through here, so this week we'll cover the first few. All you need to know about vitamin B1 and B2. Let's get to it. All right, so I'm going to start off by discussing the first member of the B family, and that is vitamin B1, which is also known as thiamine. Fun fact is that it was the very first B vitamin that scientists discovered, which is why it's named number one. Now, vitamin B1 is an important nutrient that supports our cells, a huge support in helping our cells grow and function to their best abilities. And this vitamin also helps us turn the food we eat into energy for the body. Now, how does vitamin B1 do this? It helps make ATP, which is an important molecule that transports energy throughout our body. So without vitamin B1, our bodies would have no energy, and that's not a problem that we want to have. Now, as all of you remember from our previous episodes, the B-complex family is water-soluble, so that means we require vitamin B-rich foods on a daily basis. Only small amounts of B1 are stored in the liver, which is why you need it every day. Sources of B1 can be found in a variety of different foods, and that can be fish, pork, eggs, beans, lentils, and leafy vegetables. And of course, these are just a few of many sources. Now, a little bit of history for you guys. During the 19th century, two Dutch scientists found that chickens who were fed polished white rice developed leg paralysis. However, chickens who were fed unpolished brown rice remained healthy. And they later discovered that the brown unpolished rice actually had thiamine in it, which is removed when the rice is polished and white. So moral of the story is that brown rice is an excellent alternative to white rice where you can get a strong source of vitamin B1. Although deficiency is quite rare here in Canada, Areas where there is a low intake of foods containing thiamine may suffer from deficiency. Now, what does a B1 deficiency look like? Well, it's not great and it can lead to muscle loss, which impairs motor function and reflexes. In a deficient state, our cells are just not receiving the energy that they need and they're slowly dying down. This can also lead to a decreased immunity, weight loss and confusion. On the other hand, toxicity is actually highly unlikely, and that's because if someone was to ingest high amounts of vitamin B1, our bodies would only absorb what it needs and flush everything else out through the urine. And now for the most important question, how much do we need per day? Now, as I've mentioned earlier, if you have a diet full of B1 sources, you don't need to worry about supplementing this. The recommended daily intake level for adults is 1.5 milligrams. To put this into perspective, 100 grams of flax seeds gives you 1.6 milligrams of B1, which already hits your target for the day. So you, my friend, are good to go. (music) 
All right, now that we've introduced B1, let's take a look at vitamin B2 or riboflavin. It is quite similar to B1 in what it does for the body. B2 is great for supporting our red blood cells and providing our body energy through other cellular functions. It also helps convert the carbohydrates we eat into energy by producing the energy molecule that I talked about earlier, ATP. Along with this, B2 is a great antioxidant. What's an antioxidant? They are basically molecules that fight dangerous floating particles in our body. And these dangerous particles can damage our cells, which is why the role of antioxidants is so important. You can find sources of vitamin B2 in eggs, soybeans, milk, spinach, and whole grains. Now, once again, these are just a few of many sources. You can definitely consider other sources and cater them to your own dietary preferences. With B2, there is a risk of deficiency, even though deficiency is quite rare here in Canada. And that's because in Canada, a lot of our foods, such as cereals, for example, are purposely fortified with B2. A deficiency may show symptoms of a swollen mouth or throat, cracked lips, inflammation of the tongue, and scaly skin. Overconsumption of B2 can cause nausea, vomiting, blurry vision, and increased thirst. So with that being said, the current recommended daily intake is 1.3 milligrams for adults. And generally, one serving of whole grain breakfast cereal will give you 100% of the B2 you need for the day. So be mindful of your intake and you will gain the most benefit. If you are looking to take supplements for B1 and or B2, I would recommend taking a B-complex family vitamin where you get all of your B vitamins, so all eight of them in one, rather than taking them separately, which can help sort of keep an overall balance of the B vitamins. However, you guys know me, I'm all for getting your sources through the diet. Don't underestimate the powers of the food you eat, guys. A healthy diet will always support your nutritional needs. So friends, thanks for tuning into episode number three. We just covered vitamin B1 and B2 from the B-complex family. That's a lot of Bs. Um, next week, we'll discuss the unique roles of vitamin B3 and B5 in our bodies. So for now, follow me on Instagram at Nutritionally Me Podcast to stay up to date with our episodes. And this is P heading up for the day. Stay healthy and happy.